I literally have not eaten out of Fazoli since I was like in high school. I like, never even... I think I think literally the last time I ate a Fazoli's, we skipped out early because we had um, AP exams for that class already. And so we left like, I don't know, maybe eight of us and went to Fazoli's. And I think I literally only ate the breadsticks. Uh, I've never even heard of Fazoli's. I can't imagine what episode. else I would have eaten. <laughs> Other than the breadsticks? Other than the breadsticks and maybe like, because there, I remember their spaghetti sauce was like super watered down. Oh, I thought you were going to say super sweet, but super watered down is even worse. And probably super sweet. I don't remember a lot of it. Again, this is like almost 20 years ago. <sighs> Fazoli sounds like a fever dream of a person who Sounds who's, like an insult. It does. It literally sounds like, like a drunken Italian uncle- would call you that after a bad game of, I don't know, gin rummy. <laughs> you, you darn you, Fazoli. You fucking Fazoli, hey. Hey. <laughs> only if only Fazoli's cheated. Hey, remember, <laughs> cheated remember the time we were at the winery earlier today and you kept making rude Italian hand gestures and well, I was like, stop. <laughs> I am extremely Italian. And so. so are they. It was an experience. <laughs> Just the same as the whole. Do you mean a gyro when I ask for a euro? Shut up. It's New Jersey. Oh, it makes me angry. <laughs> and with that being said, welcome back to Otaku. non-announcement out of the way yeah we were really hedging on this being maybe the the main point of i was like debacle. i was like hard for, she was so hard for a trailer or like a release date announcement or something like i Turgid. was i was very hard um for that and i got completely like nothing out of it and one of my favorite tweets um that got retweeted in my timeline uh, said this event was steel ball run. They steal our money, give us blue balls, and run. <laughs> Which I can't necessarily agree with, but I laughed. I mean, it was like five dollars, and they literally just re rehashed old. No, footage. no, no, no. They didn't just rehash old footage. They like they went and interviewed like people at David Productions. And they talked about like the differences between the anime and the manga, and like certain choices they made, which was kind of like cool because a lot goes into this stuff. You know what really chaffed my gaff? <laughs> nope. <laughs> sure don't. On this whole thing, like from the little bit that I watched um, of the, the the total legit stream that we were reviewing this on was uh, they they had one of the guys at his desk and he's like, oh, well, before, before we stop and talk about anything, uh, can you please sign this NDA? And then like the camera cuts out all cutesy, like, oh, sure, I'll sign that real quick. And then it cuts back in. OK, we can talk about that later. And then like so they totally teased the good stuff that you and I, I would actually want to see or hear about. Yeah. But you know what we did get out of it? What? We got Dio plush. Oh, my God. That Dio plush is furious and has been tossed around that office like you wouldn't believe another one of my favorite tweets that got retweeted into my timeline said stone ocean anime has genuine florida energy that's why it's cursed <laughs> <laughs> florida man the anime um but yeah i'm following um 
one of my moots is an author on AO3 and I found them via that. And so they were watching and like live tweeting it. And so after like, you know, our internet cut out or whatever, like for the stream, like the stream cut out. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, it, I went and checked Twitter and it was just basically like, so the whole stone ocean surprise is that there's going to be a streaming event on August 8th. <laughs> It's so the, it was an announcement event to announce an event. That sucks. I hate that shit. Yeah, it was very. Um, it it made me flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I note also that we're we're drinking actual Italian wine with tonight's actual Italian yeah, wine. With tonight's actual podcast. Um, let's talk about how much I cried during the Sailor Moon Eternal movies. Mm. So out of the twelve Tonka Bond, they covered volumes nine and ten. What was, was that a firework? Yeah, it goes dun dun. Yeah, so you were hella confused. Well, I thought it was funny that we watched the first one and were both fully convinced that there was no second episode because they had it advertised as episode one. And we were both like, huh, that's weird, but okay, it's a but full no, movie. But also the night we watched it, like there was no like next episode option. Right. So that was really strange. So either Netflix boo-booed. They did a uh-oh, stinky. <laughs> in a diaper. And they like forgot to upload episode two or they le- legit waited till like the next night. Which is fucking cowardly. Well, <laughs> Because yes you know people no. are going to be like desperate to get their, their, uh, so their it's hands been, on it. This movie's actually been in production for years now. Like they announced it in 2018. And it said it was supposed to be at the end of 2019. But this is what happened with the reboot of the series to begin with. In like 2011, they started hyping up, oh, yeah, in 2012, like Sailor Moon is going to like get a new anime, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, nope, it's going to be 2013. And then 2013 was like, well, you know, it'll it'll be soon. Yeah. And then it didn't even like come out until like 2015. I mean, to be fair, uh, they did not disappoint with what they ended up producing. For the movie? Yeah. Correct. I mean, are you in agreement of that? I thought yeah, it was no, great. it was I whoever whatever studio this was did a did an amazing job. Yeah, it, it was everything so that beautiful. You were, everything that you were disappointed with on the Sailor Moon Crystal series, you so, were like, so they felt the need to like reanimate the the henshin sequence. I can't speak the henshin sequences. Mm. And make it all CGI and shit. And, like, I, I still have nightmares about Sailor Moon's, like, rubber arms. Yeah. From the first season. Like, I can't get that out of my head. And with Sailor Moon Eternal, they legit took the original sequences and, like, cleaned them up. But it was, like, frame by frame. Exactly the same as the original. Yeah, which is, series. What, which is what people wanted. Yes. All along. But we didn't want the original series. We wanted something that went through <clears throat> to the manga. Right. Which... <laughs> Even though I kind of like, well, I didn't like know, no, because I have not read the Tonko Bon in years. Um, but like I had an idea of like the storyline that was coming up, the storylines. Like I knew it was Dead Moon Circus and I knew it had to do with all the power ups and everything and blah, blah, blah. But it was just like, I forgot a lot of it. And so like seeing it get animated and not having read the, the manga for years and years like really hit <laughs> hit different it hit different yeah you were you were a little bit of a mess shut up which is fine 
Mm. It was cute. You were a hot garbage mess, but I guess it was all right. Well, I just, it was funny because like you surprised me with when you like kind of lost it, like the parts that you lost it at, I was like not expecting at all. Right. Because they seemed very innocuous to like the outside (laughs) viewer. Yeah. Like, so I think the first part that I lost my shit at was, um, was Ray's dream sequence and I started like fist pumping in the air and you were just like what are you doing and I was like wait for it yeah because I, I remember that like Phobos and Deimos were had their human form and like made an appearance in that whole like sequence and stuff in the manga and I was like oh it's coming it's coming it's coming oh my god oh my god and I like got really mm-hmm. excited yeah I noticed a trend with that and also, then I started crying because yeah. I was like, I can't believe I'm actually seeing this animated Yeah, 20 some odd years after seeing like the original series. And also you cried when uh, Artemis <laughs> is human form, right? Well, yeah, because like aside from the Sailor Moon, like OVAs, like that were animated back in the 90s. And seeing Luna in her human form, like, you had no idea that Artemis and Diana had human forms. I didn't, yeah. Because you never finished reading the manga. I know. I'm going to continuously call you out on that I'll every read episode. It, I'll friggin' read it tonight or something. You don't have to, but, like, you could <laughs> literally finish all 12 Tonkoban in probably, like, less than three hours. That's how fast you read, and, like, yeah. that's how quick of a read it is. Yes, I owe, I owe it to both of us to do that. So apologies to But see, now us. I don't know if I want you to read the last two because they're going to be covered in the last I mean, season. Well, I guess I guess that's that's fair because you didn't watch or read any of Naruto um, prior to us powering through Right. It. But see, the glorious thing about this is like there's literally nothing to skip. And mm-hmm. you, you did watch the original Sailor Moon all the way through, which kind of... It touched on these concepts, but there's different things that happen and there's other stuff that's like really drawn out and then other stuff that's like not that never happens and like is glossed over. And Hmm. so like you you have an idea of what's coming, but they're going to do it like really differently in the new version. Yeah, I mean, I definitely it was very interesting seeing the differences even between um what I last saw of the Dead Moon Circus and their portrayal of like the 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 conclusion of that. So in the in the original show, it has a much more sympathetic end to the villain, like the main bad lady <laughs> versus in the movie, where it's just kinda like, Yeah, fuck you, you're dead. Well also in the original series Nehelenia like doesn't just like go away go away like she goes away but then she kind of is intercepted by another boss right yeah that's I thought that was an interesting difference that they obviously changed from the manga to the anime because like you said this was the more accurate version to the manga absolutely like literally like page by page yeah it's 100% accurate so Especially to me as an avid Naruto apologist, I have a a certain perspective on this because Naruto is, as you, you know, from us discussing it, from watching the anime and then me just, you know, being like, well, the manga, the manga, like they invented three whole seasons of filler 
for the for the anime that didn't need to exist in Naruto. So from the 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 subtle I would say differences between the manga and anime and then the movies of Sailor Moon to me I'm just like oh that's like a, a, a subtle little change in comparison to the this terrible things that they did right looking back watching the original series of Sailor Moon and comparing it to the manga is like laughable comparing the Naruto original series to that manga like because there was a whole half a season that was literally just filler shit. Yeah. And they changed a lot of stuff from the manga to the anime. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was for storyline purposes or animation purposes or what. But like the whole last arc of Sailor Moon, like the original anime was just like, oh, okay. Like this is good. Like I really did like the animation style on that arc, but... I, they left out so much. So I guess from my perspective, at least it. Naruto at least, took the opposite way. They didn't leave out anything. They added. Right. Yeah, right. Like amount. at least, at least in Sailor Moon, like I was actually interested in some of the stuff that they added with like the the relationships and the backstories and kind of like it felt like it it added to the series a little bit, at least instead of just crippling it with pacing issues and with these like like really even awkward pauses sometimes where it's like we're sitting there like (laughs) waiting for somebody to say something and it's just like i i guess nobody's gonna gonna talk for six or seven seconds straight yeah i do have to say one of my major complaints with the original naruto series is like the music is just so yeah it did not. It doesn't age well. change. It didn't age well, and yeah, it's like the same five or six songs. Yeah, it's like, like depending on what's happening. It's like you either get these guys going, oh, oh, or you have like this stupid little silly like, and it's whatever. And it's so low budget. Like it sounds like it's literally MIDI, like MIDI quality instruments, which is fine. I don't really mind that too much. I know you do as an audio engineer. Well, in I training. do. I do from a perspective of at this point, the series had already made a ton of money. So, like, how were they not able to just be like, you know what? Let's invest a couple thousand extra bucks in the sound on this so that it's not the same for literally five seasons. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy to me. Um, But, yeah. So, so Sailor Moon went one direction with filler and Naruto went the complete opposite direction. Um, And the, the Eternal movies. So, yeah. So, we watched the first one and I was like, oh, my God, I'm like legit crying like, I can't believe I'm actually seeing some of this stuff get animated. Like, this is so wild and so good to me. And then we watched the second movie and, like, I cried even more. <laughs> I mean, they did an awesome job. Like, the animation was amazing. The voice acting was amazing. Like you said, it was the entire original voice cast, right? Pretty I don't much. know if I said that. I thought it was pretty much the entire original voice I think cast. it was the voice cast from the reboot that came back. Oh, okay. that's what they meant. Okay, I, I gotcha. I didn't do any research on it, but I have no issues with the voice actors whatsoever. Yeah, they did. They did great work. Like there was no. I know that for Viz Media's for their dub, it was also um, the voice actors from like when they redid the dub from the Deke stuff. Hmm. Like it was all those original voice actors came back for the English dub. 
yeah the, of the new series the deke dub definitely is what i have most <laughs> like strongest uh memories of you know from... honestly like i thought i had problems with the deke dub like i really really did i i thought i had a tremendous issues with the deke dub until uh clover took over i think it was i can't mm-hmm. remember but somebody took over for like sailor moon s i believe and it was just terrible and it was even worse you're like you don't know what you have until it's. <laughs> until I was it's like, worse. why, like why? Because Deke was like mid '90s. So... No, Deke was early '90s. Yeah. So if they could manage. No. Yeah, they were mid '90s because yeah. Sailor Moon didn't really start airing until the mid '90s. Here, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're so right. if they can manage at least like a middling results back at that point, like you know that the voice actors were putting in and Deke, their best efforts. Deke made it. Deke made the English dub and the English version like they cut so much out and they like just made it for babies essentially. Yeah. Like they babyfied it. I remember that being my impression of it, which sucks because I, I still watch it because I thought it was, you know, it was cool, but I mostly watched it because it just happened to be anime. And at that point, and it was I before was, Dragon Ball, like literally aired right before that. Right. So I was like desperate for anything anime at that point, but. Like, you know, they did not do it any favors. Like no. the same, I mean, the same can be said for anything from that period. Like, I mean, even like Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball itself and Pokemon and all I feel like Dragon stuff. Ball wasn't, I don't know. It was like big buff men. You start expecting like the gruff voices and stuff like that. Like as a child, like I socialized. Meant, <clears throat> I meant content wise. Okay. Like for the stuff that they cut or didn't cut. Gotcha. So, but yeah, like Sailor Moon definitely got the, the worst end of that deal. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they literally took... Uh, shoujo manga and infantilized it and it's not even like for the same like rational reasons that i would say like oh they had to change some stuff from dragon ball where like a guy gets his head blown off or something they're like this these two women they're not allowed to be in a relationship correct so like stuff like that that's not harmful versus like this version of of the sailor moon anime like they were like no no (laughs) they're together yeah like and like (laughs) I know, like, being queer and being LGBTQIA plus in Japan is still, like, very frowned upon. Um, Like, it's not something to be celebrated like it is here in the States and everything like that. So it was, like, a huge deal that Takeuchi-san, like, actually, I just butchered her name, Takeuchi-san, did that to begin with. Because, like, in the manga, it's, like, very clear that they're together. Yeah. I mean, especially for the time, like, like, even, like you said, even now... Like it's not right. like super accepted. So And it's back- not it's not just that they were <clears throat> queer coded, although Haruka is very much queer coded, um, with her like questioning gender roles and, and things like that, like directly. Yeah. But yeah, it's not like Jojo where like Haraki like did his fucking research and is so obsessed with fashion and like probably ballroom culture that like everything is just ultra queer coded. And, like, if you have any inkling of anything and you pay attention to any media, like, you know immediately. Right. I guess that's that's an interesting, like, both of those that I hadn't really thought of because, um, like, that you could use to say are similar but also so different, like, in their approach to it because Araki is, is coding it in in a way that he's like, I know that it's not going to be accepted so much by the editors, especially with like men being in a relationship in Japan. So he had to find very creative ways of 
alluding to or like espousing you know like you said the the culture of like the fashion the you know the the posing the posing and stuff like that into his works so like i could i could literally do a dissertation on like queer coding in jojo right and that's not that wasn't even one of my major studies in college it's like a one-to-one like it's like yeah it is is jojo like everything especially if you consume other queer media or other queer coded media like it's so obvious yeah and I'm not saying like every character or every single little thing about Jojo is queer coded, but like there's so much of it that it's just like. <laughs> well, it becomes it just becomes another facet of the work itself, which I think is is really impressive that if you are accepting of that and for what it is, you can just really appreciate what it adds to the series. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's just like it's it's not like it it is if you enjoy Jojo, like you. Ha- by happenstance <laughs> like guess what you enjoy this other stuff and right and then whereas with sailor moon like you said they had a more direct approach which is very brave in and of itself but it just right but it was only also way. those two those two characters like that was it right you know yeah it's just it's, well but they, sorry there were four characters <laughs> right right yeah Nephrite and no zoocyte and Clinzite, but so they were like, they were more queer coded they weren't like outwardly yeah you know, there were certain little scenes and like little frames of them kind of being intimate with each other, but it wasn't necessarily like explicitly stated. Right. They're not in a long lasting, like strong relationship necessarily. Like, well, no, they die. Also, they die. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that unfortunately tends to limit uh, the long lasting portion of most relationships. Uh huh. <laughs> unless you're undead or some shit. Uh huh. Unless you're zombie Jesus. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, those scenes in the first movie with Phobos and Deimos and then Human Artemis, like, I was fucking pumped about and also, like, heartbroken. And then seeing, like, uh, Luna and Artemis and Diana all in their human forms was just fucking amazing. And, um, obviously seeing all the senshi in their eternal fuku, which had never been animated, like, in the series before. Yeah. And what was was the whole princess thing? Like you kind of were like unsure. Did you go read read back on that princess for, thing? You're like, going to have to be more specific. In the second movie where um they kind of all have their like inner dialogue with themselves, like with their inner past and they their inner past refers to themselves as princess. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a yeah. That was kind of different i feel like that was a definitive oh, yeah change. and then we saw their actual princess forms <clears throat> right like all of them had their had their planetary princess forms yeah which i'd never seen animated before and it was one of those things when i found the artwork for that like as a young person as a young woman like it moved me because i i was like oh i'm just, i'm not used to seeing them like this like they're so gorgeous like look at these dresses like that was before cosplay was even a thing, like, I wanted to make the princess gown of, like, Sailor Jupiter someday. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to envision myself in that, like, kind of get up and, like, be a princess without being, like, you know, like, all stuffy, hoity-toity, whatever. Well, you could be still be powerful and be strong exactly. and be a princess. And, um, yeah, and then, like, the return of Sailor Saturn, like, how she came back in the second movie and all this stuff just, like broke my heart into a million pieces but overjoyed me like all 
at once and it was very overwhelming as you were <laughs> you had front row tickets yeah, to that to show it. yeah i didn't have to pay five bucks um for it. yeah but <laughs> like every Live every stream. couple minutes are you okay leave me alone <laughs> you were just, well it was like i mean i knew you were okay it's just like i was like you like i was okay but i like wasn't are, okay <laughs> you were just overcome with emotion that i don't think you were expecting no i, I was overcome with grief and i was overcome with um regrets euphoria of it like i feel like because you were just so happy that yeah but then realized but then i was so utterly just devastated that like bunny yeah isn't here to like see this yeah she's i know she's she's the reason i actually got into sailor moon because like kara melissa introduced me to it and i hated it like right, right like, off the bat, yeah, I was like, "This, this is the is most boring. Kids. This is the most boring little kid bullshit I've ever seen in my entire life." You know, because I was like a, I was like a young teenager at that point. I was like, right. "Why are we watching cartoons?" Right. Like I we remember, need I to remember be you, grown up. I mean, I remember you even telling like in Virginia that you were like, "I haven't watched anime like seriously in a long time." So. Well, yeah, because also the person I dated like right before I met you was like, "I hate anime." Like blah 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 blah, and like. Oh boy. Yeah, it's so boring and all this stuff. So like, yeah, I like shied away from it, and yeah. it wasn't part of my life for like the majority of my twenties, mm-hmm. which I regret immensely. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, so she was really like the like once she the... found out that I'd started watching it, she was like, "Oh, you know, like the manga's so much better," and she was like. Like, Kara started buying little bits and pieces of the manga, and she would let me borrow them. And, of course, it's all out of context for me. Like, we got what we could from the local borders right. or Barnes & Noble. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, they have they have the Tokemon 7 in. On a, no, it wasn't even. It was literally, like, a chapter. Oh. Was it in, like... I have the chapters sitting up above the Tonkabons that I have. Oh, those are individual chapters. Yeah, pretty much. I think they're, like, maybe one or two chapters each, but, like... They're not a Tonkoban. And so we would get our hands on like these individual chapters out of order and just like just crazy, like whatever we could. And with our limited spending money and like our parents being like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Yeah. And not being supportive because whatever, like weird kid stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was I I actually did not have a complete set of Tonkoban until like 2013, like right before I met you. And I bought it. I saw it at Barnes and Noble with my ex. And I was like, holy fuck, I have to get both of these. And I spent like $50, like 40 or $50 on both sets. And he was like, you could have gone on Amazon and gotten that for like $25. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I need it in my hands. Like right now. Right this second. Yeah. I need this in my hands. It's just, yeah, it's wild to think like 20 years ago. 21 years ago like we were in bookstores like just scouring the shelves for these things that meant so much to us and yeah. just taking what we could get I'm not taking of... buying buying what we could get <laughs> just, taking <it. laughs> just taking it i've never paid or for <laughs> like bunny and i used to go to borders and we would sit down in in the manga aisle mm-hmm. and we would just read manga for like an hour or two at a time like we'd read a chapter or read a tankoban of something Mm-hmm. And then go home like without it because we didn't have the money to spend. But we would like spend that quality time together. We would just be like sitting there like she would sit on one side and I would sit on the other side of the aisle like facing each other like legs out like 
for all intents and purposes, blocking the entire fucking aisle. But like, who cares? We're teenagers. Yeah. And we moved for people. But like, we'd just be sitting there like reading this manga that like couldn't get your hands on. And then like, if you went one day and you forgot what you had already, like you might buy a double of something. Like, I think I had like a couple doubles up of GTO or something that I <laughs> gave to my friend because it's whatever. I found it in my parents house yeah. old closet like i still think that was really funny you came home with that and I'm like oh <laughs> i just happened to like read through the entire original right of this yeah and you're like yeah i had this since i was a teenager yeah literally like 14 years old 15 years old but so yeah so that journey was like super emotional for me and i really really wish i could have like watched that with like my best friends like caramelissa like angel like everyone in my friends group like from back home because i feel like it would have made it like a little better but um i think what was the most surreal thing for me was like the following day like i got so mad Mm. that like bunny's gone like i got so angry and i know it's part of like the grieving process but like i haven't gotten that angry like in a really long time and i was just like mad at myself and mad at her and mad at the world and mad at the fae i guess yeah but um have um have they all watched it now i think so i don't know kara's like never on the group chat anymore because she doesn't have messenger on her phone but like i'm sure she texts like once a week and just is like what the fuck is going on yeah (laughs) yeah with all the memes and all the chicanery and the joking and everything she's probably just like what the fuck all the joe joking yeah exactly um, so yeah, Naruto was an experience. I unabashedly, and I still love Naruto. Um, and I think it's it's been helped because I've been rereading some of the manga just to like convince myself, just to like really go back and be like, this the manga is really good, right? Like I'm not misremembering that, and yes, like it is in fact still very good. The art is amazing pacing's great like the like the size and the scope and the scale of the panels is amazing and all that stuff and every way that it's really great and consistent and hard-hitting the anime isn't like that was really hard rewatching the anime and i feel like that was one of those shows that i absolutely refused to even give a chance because it looked so infantile and it looked so goofy and it looked so like just this is not this is this doesn't interest me at all and i yeah. honestly don't think i would have even still given naruto a chance like this year had it not been for jujutsu kaisen right because gojo slash kakashi um yeah, and I mean, I don't honestly don't blame you. Like having rewatched it with you, because like, you've mentioned like numerous. And you're like, mm, I should watch Naruto, and I'm like, there's 200 episodes in the first season alone. It it needs to be. There needs to be our a, first series. There needs to somehow be, and I know people have mixed mixed feelings on Dragon Ball Kai, um, because of its presentation of the the original show without any of the quote unquote fillers of Dragon Ball. But let me tell you, like for Dragon Ball Z there and its fillers, like and there's a few little mini arcs that exist, like it doesn't hold a candle 
to Naruto. Like Naruto basically invented the term filler. Yeah. There's three seasons of filler. Well, there's three. Yeah. Well, the way Netflix breaks it up, there's three seasons. But with the way everything else breaks it up, it's like one season. But like the last. It's a lot of episodes. Like 60 to 90 episodes are just. That never happened in the manga that don't need to exist. Well, hold on. So we ended at episode, what, like 130 something with the original series, right? Yeah. So it was like the last like. Yeah, 60 to 70 episodes are just literally all filler. Yeah. Like, after that, it's none of that. Like, it literally cuts from that and to the next, to Shippuden. Honestly, I I didn't mind watching Naruto. I really didn't. Um, especially because you got so, like, heated and, like, you were just like, I gotta skip this. And it was really, like, fun watching it with you. But, like, I feel like you could have summed up that whole thing for me well i mean and then we could have gone straight into shippuden well i like but i i tried to but then there was a few things where you really actually wanted to watch it so i was like I yeah didn't, I didn't because wanna... i mean like we we there were so many flashbacks and so many repeated flashbacks and like three episodes in a row would literally have the same fucking flashback segment for no reason right it's terrible and so you started just instantly skipping flashbacks and then it was like i think it was like sasuke's backstory like there was more about his brother and and you were about to skip it and i was like i feel like this is maybe pertinent yeah it is but like you can't blame me for no assuming again right and i didn't i was just like hey like and if i'm wrong like we can skip it but there is there's just so much of naruto the anime the anime that is literally nothing like it's just filler garbage or it's just the same like orichimaru fighting the third for like 15 episodes yeah literally literally of him like trying to kill him with the and sword and they're in the same position like i am it was painful for me mm-hmm. i'm just like cuz i don't remember it being this bad cuz i watched all of this shit yeah. back in the day like a lot like i was like obsessed I, with I it i feel like maybe the animators were kind of like up against a wall here because they wanted to animate some some good f- well some decent fight scenes but they also had to convey like this whole thing with the third hokage was going on concurrently so i think maybe like they were doing their best at conveying that i mean i guarantee you the whole issue comes down to the network telling them that they needed to do everything in their power to stretch things out until oh i know you know more manga was coming out but it's it was hard to watch because i think naruto had a problem with it being picked up too quickly Mm -hmm. after the manga started um they probably should have waited at least another 50 chapters or something before they even started the series being animated because like they caught up so quickly you could tell like when that happened when all of a sudden it's like three episodes in a row or just like skip 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 because this is not pertinent to the actual storyline yeah um and i also i also really i'm really hoping that i'm remembering some of the key moments from shippuden better than i did from the key moments in naruto the original because the animators in the original only really shine through in my opinion in like two fights in the entirety of the 
Right. It was the last fight between Naruto and Sasuke. Yep. And then before that, it was the, the valley third, of the end. Yeah. And then the third Hokage fighting the first and the second Hokages. <laughs> but it was just funny because they're like, it was so obvious. They're like, yep, this this and this this one episode out of like a hundred others is animated by a team of like the best of the best specialists. It was the Anbu of the animation team. <laughs> and then it went right back to the shit squad. Yeah, so... That's rude. I wouldn't... Don't call them the shit squad. I'm sorry. That was rude of me. Be like, they were the, the hasty squad. Yeah. They were they were they, doing their best. You know what? I'll take the entirety of the original Naruto series animation. I will take that over, like, the first fucking four seasons of the original Sailor Moon with those weird one-off episodes where the animation team, like, made everyone's faces super chunky and, like... <laughs> Their bodies were, like, way too angular, and then, like, there were panty shots for no reason. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, it was, like, always that specific animation style. There were no other, like, unnecessary panty shots until that team came on. It's just so weird to me. Yeah, and I'm just like, can we not? And I think, like, the episode where Zoocyte, like, dresses up as Sailor Moon, like, she conceals herself. Like, she looks like Sailor Moon, only instead of red, it's, like, purple. Mm -hmm. Um... Like, that's one of those animation episodes I'm specifically referring to. And I think that was, like, one of the first, like, gratuitous panty shots, like, in the entire series. And I was just like, this is so fucking unnecessary. Because it's, like, also, I believe that's the episode at the very end when Sailor Venus gets officially introduced to the team. Wow. So it's an important episode. Ha- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's, it's an not, important it's not like episode. A thro- it's not a throwaway episode. No. just like, well, I'll forget about it. Yeah, and that's why I was so happy to finally watch like the the fifth arc of the original series with you because I'd never watched it in its entirety before. Yeah. And like I knew that the animation based on like the stills and all the internet research I did as a teenager and all that stuff, like I knew that the animation was like far superior and the style was more like okay i really like this animation style yeah i mean it was less early 90s and more like refined just general anime yeah i mean that's definitely like especially from like a lot of the youtube like reviewers that i've watched and it's something that i've come to realize that i never knew at the time but that's pretty common in anime that there will be like guest animators for certain either for like they have specialists like you know keyframers and then they have specialists for entire fight scenes like i mean in the dragon ball super anime like the the um jiren versus uh goku ultra instinct like that whole culmination fight scene was done by essentially the cream of the crop like they did that that was basically like movie quality animation on a tv show because they were like yeah you guys need to be the ones that are doing this specific scene yeah so that that happens all the time in anime it's just frustrating when either it only happens twice in the entire series run or like they're just maybe have questionable timing on when they you know do bring in those teams fight scenes and things like that like i'm not necessarily looking for like superior animation techniques or anything like that but like it was definitely like with Jujutsu Kaisen it was definitely noticeable in the fight scenes I was like holy shit these are really well done I mean Dragon Ball is a great example of like I said before a a series who you could really tell when they brought in the A the A caliber guys cuz the majority if I'm being honest of the original the, Dragon the Ball the more is not action great. heavy episodes were better to watch yeah 
But some of the action heavy episodes were terrible to watch. Like you'd have yeah. the, like the same four animation cells used for the same like they'd be punching each other and it's like four animation cells for Okay, but when you're like 15 and you don't know dick about shit about animation, like <laughs> it looks cool. I mean, yeah, you're right. It does look cool. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not trying to like rip apart like any kind of animation teams or anything like that or studios individually, but I do have to say like overall the animation with Naruto like was fairly impressive. Like I was expecting something much more infantile looking. I mean, it's it's not infantile in content, that's for sure. Like they're, right. they're but I didn't know that. I thought it was going to be very much like just these little kids like running around like being assholes. Yeah. I mean, they kill people all the time, which is wild. Right. I mean, there's, there's so, a lot of violence in it. There is. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that helped me kind of get into it a little bit more. Like just like recognizing the adult themes and the fact that like, okay, yeah, it's like a shonen manga like anime but it's also like as an adult like watching this for the first time i'm not like sitting here like god when are these kids gonna fucking grow up like although i did find it funny that you were just like man Naruto, you kind of suck and i was like yeah he kind of sucks still i mean he does suck yeah he gets better though i i understand that and i think that's part of why i'm so frustrated because i'm like okay you had all this time to like make him get better in the anime and I know you're trying to be, like, on pace with the manga and stuff, but, like, dude, it's been five seasons. You fucking suck. Yeah. I mean, like, when the major accomplishment is, like, I remember you being like, oh, he can walk on water now. And it's like... Like, easily. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, without no, trying. It's no big deal. He's just not, like, doing a goofy, like, oh... I'm like, okay, I guess, like, we m- maybe missed some episodes where, like... That I mean, technique got honed or maybe it was yeah. just so far back that I didn't remember like watching it or I didn't care like I mean I think I think the subtleties that you're supposed to maybe be more um, aware of than maybe from our skipping stuff didn't allow you know to come through so much was that he basically spending the entirety of the original show fighting against these unfair uh, disadvantages that have literally been like placed against him because of what is in him and also like the seals that are on his body and all these weird things that are like fighting and fucking with his energy control and stuff like that. That was a whole thing with him not being able to like run up the tree very easily. I know. I remember that. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, you were like, you were like the, the energy in him is literally so powerful. Like he doesn't know how to use it. I'm like, okay, that makes sense, but it's irritating. It is. Yeah. It's like, if you can appreciate that, but it's not they the show doesn't make it easy to appreciate it because I feel like of how I feel like you could have summarized the entire first arc of Naruto and that's what I'm just going to call the entire original series instead of like the first like season or whatever you could have been like <laughs> got a got a nine-tailed demon trapped inside of him um has too much energy he literally doesn't know how to control it and it, nobody's willing to teach him because like they're all terrified um and also they're not supposed to know that (laughs) there's one inside of him and also um his dad by the way was a very important person that is heavily alluded to but not explicitly stated yet but like for anyone with eyeballs and anyone with half a brain probably figured out yeah like easily like in one scene 
Um, and then like there's this guy who knows exactly who Naruto is and like what his backstory is and what's inside of him and he wants to train him and making him better but also he kind of sucks ass and is is, like kind of abusive and not a great teacher and by the way he was friends with Snakeball when they were growing up and Snakeball is bad 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 man who Mm. wants to use Sasuke as a vessel because he's got the Sharingan and that's really just Snakeball all he wants is a Sharingan see but can you hear yourself now like like if I had said all those words to you in that order, you'd be like, "This is an insane person." <laughs> this is like me trying to <laughs> describe like the the super S movie, the Black Dream Hole movie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like you're a crazy person. I know this person. There's, but... there's babies made of candy that yes. fly around and hit them so hard that they can't fight back, uh-huh. and then Chibiusa gets stolen away. Sure. <laughs> and he gets trapped in a black dream hole. Right. Yeah. That sounds. By a terrible. lady who wants to steal kids' dreams mm-hmm. and lock them away mm-hmm. in her big black dream hole mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so you can, yeah like yes i i could yes. have i could have once we summarizing had... any anime to anyone who's never seen it before makes you sound like you're a literal psychopath like you're on peyote like, like can you're... you imagine trying to describe like the premise of psyche k to someone who's never seen it like if yeah. you were to use like so there's this dude and he's a mega powerful psychic and yeah. he can literally like erase time and space and space and by the way he's so powerful that he just like made it acceptable for him to have pink hair in society yeah and no one bats an <laughs> eyelash at it yeah and he just wants to be left alone but then like people want to be friends with him and they also have crushes on him and he's just trying to live his life but it's the same year over and over and over again because he doesn't know how to stop a certain event yeah and he's like standing there like okay so at least with that like you're not describing uh people as snake balls or <laughs> okay well snake balls like right that's our that's little an that's our little thing inside joke yeah for Orichimaru because you were like I was like okay Orichi I'm pretty sure means snake yeah. and like he turns into a giant snake yeah. which made me want to die like at all absolutely I was like that was unavoidable die. yeah and then you were like I'm pretty sure Maru means ball and I was like okay so his name is literally snake ball and you're like yeah and then I'm like well Maru actually means round. round that was like a week later yeah so but anyway his name is snake ball now and to make things even worse like you're not gonna like where Orichimaru's character goes eventually because it, it doesn't make any fucking sense is it to snake town usa no it just doesn't make any sense okay well that's fine i like, don't trust me like it's he he continues to be a very bad character until he's not he doesn't <laughs> okay it's very confusing like sometimes i keep telling you that sometimes the end, even villains have a moment of clarity i keep telling you that the end of naruto like shippuden before boruto um is fucking just batshit like bonkers like i thought where i stopped originally watching it was batshit bonkers not even close there's aliens there's like these ancient stop stop there's, stop it, it, it's stop not gonna it. matter it's not gonna stop. matter because you're, you're gonna be like that doesn't make any sense stop Anyways, i'm just telling you god fuck you spoilers it, 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 trust me it's not gonna matter like it's fine just stop okay god <laughs> it's fucking wild can't we can't have nice things we can't have nice things because we have cats oh my god so i guess anyway on that note we're wrapping things up because we're done sitting here over analyzing anime and production studios and bad mouthing the shit out of them (laughs) just really judging the shit out of everybody like 
that was not my intention was to like speak like negatively about certain things but like yeah if you've seen the anime we're talking about you know there's like a handful of episodes that are you're just like what happened i mean i love naruto like i'm not kidding around like i love it like, I, we I, get it yeah but like i it, we get it it kind of sucks sometimes that's all <laughs> i feel the same way about the og sailor moon anime yeah that's just that's like being an anime fan but those transformation sequences were fucking spot on yeah in the original anime, I feel like I feel like being an anime fan in the '90s, like was hard. It's hard, and it sets you up for. Like, well, no, being an anime fan in the United States in the '90s, not on the West Coast, yes, on the hard. East Coast, tough, very difficult. Yeah, and it sets you up to be a stronger person <laughs> because of your familiarization with loss and heartbreak. Heartbreak, probably. Yeah. Sure, let's deep, go with that. There's some poignant shit there. Yeah, let's somewhere. let's just end on that note with the okay. poignant shit. Yeah, poignant shit. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed our awful rants. Oh, boy, yeah. Maybe we should change the name of this to Awful Anime Rants. Awful Anime Rants. <laughs> Anyways, remember how you almost hit a snake today in the car? Yeah, I remember how you almost barfed because I almost hit a snake in the car. Remember how I have a phobia? Yeah, and just, you know. You're like, I just remember, like, because keep getting out of the car and being like, well, at least I didn't barf. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> they shouldn't barf. I was sitting there, like, coughing. Yeah, I'm like, she's about barf. I don't cough before I barf. Remember the last time I barfed, actually, and I was just like, oh, gonna barf. Yeah, I do. At least you got a warning. <laughs> okay, I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> All right, everyone. Good night. This has been, <laughs> Bye. This has been Barf it's Radio. Been barf talk. <laughs> Bye.